Ayo, what's up, y'all? It's your boy Ace. This is Fantasize Football. We are back once again, bringing y'all some more fantasy football content for the 2021 fantasy football season. And I am here today to bring y'all my favorite trade targets for week six of the fantasy football season. But, but, before we get into that, quick shout out to each and every one of y'all that come by on a weekly basis, showing your boys some love and support, helping the channel to grow. It really does mean the world to me from the bottom of my pretty little heart. If you're new to the channel, welcome. Me, my boy, we love you already. I hope you do enjoy the content. I hope you do enjoy today's video. If you do at any point, make sure to leave a like, drop a comment, subscribe to the channel. Help me reach my goal of 500 subscribers on YouTube by the end of the fantasy football season. I would really, really appreciate that. But yes, we are here today to go through my favorite trade targets for week six of the fantasy football season. I got quarterbacks, running backs, wide receivers, tight ends, and of course, my sell high of the week. So make sure you stick around till the end of the video to hear who my sell high of the week is here in week six. But like I alluded to, we have a lot to talk about today. So without further ado, let's kick it off with my quarterback trade target of the week. And that is going to be Kyler Murray of the Arizona Cardinals. Now, Kyler got off to a very, very explosive start of the season. First two weeks, over 700 total yards and nine total touchdowns. But since then, he's been averaging 294 total yards a game and under two touchdowns per game. He's coming off his worst fantasy performance of the season thus far. So now is a good time to go out and try to buy on Kyler Murray if you need help at the quarterback position. Maybe you're a Russell Wilson manager that just lost Russ for whoever knows how long. Like at this point, it was supposed to be, you know, four to eight weeks. Now he's on IR and there's no real timetable. Everything is it's a roller coaster of emotions with Russell Wilson. But with Kyler, he is an elite, elite talent at the position, not only for fantasy, but in real football as well. Obviously, he has that rushing upside that we love with quarterbacks, and he is in a very potent offense here with the Arizona Cardinals. Now, I do expect a lot of positive regression moving forward for Kyler Murray in terms of his fantasy production. He's got a tough matchup against Cleveland upcoming here in week six, but then he gets Houston and Green Bay his next two. So I think now is a good time to go out and try to get your hands on Kyler Murray while his stock is at its lowest point. But moving on from quarterback, we're going to move on over to my favorite position, the running back position. And the first player I want to talk about is Aaron Jones of the Green Bay Packers. Now, Aaron Jones is coming off a couple back-to-back, -back, let's say, underwhelming performances. Not necessarily bad performances, but just a bit underwhelming. Now, he's had only one game over 20 half PPR points thus far this season. But the big key here is that the volume has been there for Aaron Jones. Outside of week one, he's seen at least 19 opportunities per game. That's what we like to see. We want to see running backs that are getting volume on a weekly basis. And Aaron Jones is in a high-powered offense with the Green Bay Packers with a lot of valuable touches to go around. Touches around the goal line in the red zone. And obviously, Aaron Jones is the primary pass-catching back for this offense with Aaron Rodgers at the helm. He's got Chicago here in week six, but then he goes up against Washington, Arizona, Kansas, Seattle, his next for after that. So I think now is a great time if you need help at the running back position to go out and try to get your hands on Aaron Jones. But 
If you can't get your hands on Aaron Jones, there is another running back that I would be looking at this week, and that is going to be Javante Williams of the Denver Broncos. Now, you might be thinking to yourself, Javante Williams, Javante hasn't really done too much lately. Well, here's why. I think now is the time to go out and try to get Javante Williams. Like I said, it's week six here. He's had five weeks under his belt to start to get things going, right? So I think that he may be in for an uptick in terms of his workload moving forward here. The past two games, him and Melvin Gordon have been in an even split in terms of touches, but Javante Williams has been more efficient with his opportunities than Melvin Gordon has been. Melvin Gordon hasn't been bad, but Javante's just been great. In those games, Javante Williams is averaging seven yards per attempt on the ground and six yards per target, whereas Melvin Gordon's averaging five yards per attempt on the ground and 3.3 yards per target. Where Gordon hasn't been bad, Javante's just been better. And even if Gordon's still involved in the running game and they're kind of splitting carries, if Javante's handling the third down work, the passing down work, that is a very, very valuable role to have. He has Las Vegas next week. We're probably going to be in shambles with John Gruden out of the picture. A tough matchup against Cleveland. And then after that, he gets Washington, Dallas, and Philadelphia for his next three. Now is a great time to go out and get Javante. The price shouldn't be super, super high on him because the production hasn't really been there. But I think now is a time to get him because I think we'll see an uptick in workload and an uptick in his production, which is obviously great for fantasy. Now, moving on from running back, we're going to hop on over to the wide receivers. Now we're, we're catching them. We're getting over to them wide receivers, baby. The first player I want to talk about is Cooper Cup of the LA Rams. Now, Cooper Cup had an absolute monster start to the season. The first three games, 25 catches, 367 yards, and five touchdowns. But since then, these past two games, 12 catches for 156 yards, has not scored a touchdown. So he has come down to earth a little bit. But he has still seen double-digit targets in each of those two games. He's actually seen double-digit targets in every single game this season. He's had 10 or more targets, a 17-game pace of 190 targets. Cooper Cup very well could lead the league in targets this season. They're coming from Matt Stafford as well. It's not like they're coming from some garbage quarterback, right? The volume has been there. The touchdowns are going to be there. The yards are going to be there. The catches are going to be there for Cooper Cup. Coming off a couple of, again, like I kind of mentioned with Aaron Jones, not bad weeks, but relatively underwhelming weeks, at least comparatively with the first three weeks. I think now is a great time to go out and try to get your hands on Cooper Cup. Price probably isn't going to be low based on what he's done thus far this season. I'm pretty sure he's either the, the number one or number two receiver in the league in terms of fantasy right now. But I still think it's a great time to get on Cooper Cup. You're going to have to give up a lot to get him, but he could be an absolute league winner for us as fantasy football managers. He's got Giants, Detroit, Houston, Tennessee, and his next four matchups. All matchups where I expect Cooper Cup to have plenty of opportunity, ample opportunity to not only score, but get the volume and be very, very involved in this offense as he has been this whole season. So I think now is the time out, to, uh, the time to go out and try to get Cooper Cup. Like I mentioned, I do think he has true, true, true league winning upside here for us. Now, moving on from Cooper Cup, I have another wide receiver. If you can't get your hands on Cooper Cup, because probably it is going to be a bit tough. You're going to have to give up a lot. But there is another player that I really do like, and that is Terry McLaurin of the Washington football team. Now, Terry's been really, really boomer bust thus far this season. But he's had double-digit targets in three out of five games, a 
target pace based on 17 games. He's only had one game under 60 yards receiving through the first five games as well. He's at focal point in this offense. He's going to be very, very involved. Taylor Heineke had a down week last week, but McLaurin still saw 11 targets, and I expect McLaurin to bounce back going forward. And on top of that, the little icing on that there cake, he's got Kansas City week six, Green Bay week seven, both games where I expect Washington to have to throw the ball a lot and Terry McLaurin to be heavily, heavily involved against two defenses that are not... Um, Two uh, groups of secondaries that are not necessarily the greatest groups of secondaries out there. So Terry McLaurin should see plenty of opportunity and should be able to convert on those opportunities. He's got that weak winning upside for you, at least for these next couple of weeks. And I think moving forward, they're going to try to get him heavily, heavily in Involved. He's got that big, big boom potential. So if you need help at the wide receiver position, I think Terry McLaurin is a guy you can go out, get at a relatively reasonable price, at least comparatively with what his draft stock was. You won't have to give up too, too much to get him. And he has the upside to be a league winner for you at the wide receiver position. Now, moving on from the wide receivers, we're going to hop on over to tight end. Tight end's always tough with these trade target videos, but I'm just laying it all out. I've gone through like the top six guys in the league now, so it's finally time to talk about Darren Waller of the Las Vegas Raiders. I think now is a great, great time to buy on Darren Waller. Since his week one, 19 target, 10 catches, 105 yards, and a touchdown performance, he has not scored over 13 half PPR points. But... The volume has been there. He's had 29 targets in those four games. So I do expect some positive regression for Waller in terms of his yards, in terms of his catches, in terms of his touchdowns, and the like. And I think that some fantasy managers may be in a little bit of a, like, might get into a, maybe not a panic state with Waller, but be more willing to get uh, get off of Waller with the, with the situation with John Gruden. I'm not going to get into that too much in terms of Gruden, but... With a, with a coaching change, this offense has kind of been like, they started off really hot, 3-0. They've lost their past two games. They, uh, they've they been kind of spiraling downwards anyways. So uh, some fantasy managers may be ready to kind of say, okay, let me just get off a wall. Or maybe you can throw in, you know, like a like a middling, middling like tight end and plus something else to get Darren Waller now. But my kind of thought process is here is that I'm not worried about Waller at all. If anything, I like this for Waller because Darren Waller is the best offensive weapon for the Las Vegas Raiders. So I expect Derek Carr and this new coaching staff, I believe they promoted the assistant coach for now at least. He's at least the interim head coach. I expect them to lean very, very heavily on Darren Waller in these coming weeks while everyone gets adjusted to this new system with Gruden out of the picture. I think it is a great time to buy on Darren Waller. He has Denver and Philadelphia's next two. He has a buy, but then after his buy, he has an absolutely phenomenal schedule. He goes up against the Giants, Kansas City, Cincinnati, and Dallas. So if you need help at the tight end position, go out and do what you got to do to get Darren Waller because he is absolutely your, absolutely your best option to try to trade for here in week six. But that caps off my trade targets. Let's quickly go through it real quick and recap. We got Kyle Murray to Arizona Cardinals at quarterback. Running backs, we have Aaron Jones and Javante Williams. Wide receivers, we have Cooper Cup and Terry McLaurin. And tight end, we have Darren Waller. And y'all know what time it is. Y'all know what time it is. Y'all know what hoot and holler and time it is, baby. It's time to talk about my cell. Hi. Of the week, baby. 
Some of y'all gonna agree with me. Some of y'all gonna disagree with me. We got a tight end here. Dawson Knox of the Buffalo Bills. Yes. Sell high on Dawson Knox. Get off of him while you still can. There's going to be a team in your league that is streaming the tight end position and losing weeks because of it. And they're going to look at what Dawson Knox has done in there and say, okay, let me, let's do it. And they'll trade you the house for him. Maybe not the house, but you'll get way more value than I think he is personally worth for fantasy football. Now, the reason why I say this is because Dawson Knox has seen more than five targets once all season. And you know how I feel. And if y'all knew and you don't know how I feel, volume is always key. So seeing only five targets, I mean more than five targets once this season, that ain't for me. And he's only exceeded 49 receiving yards once as well. He's had five touchdowns on 18 targets. Five touchdowns on 18 targets. That's a 27% touchdown rate. A 27% touchdown rate. Food for thought last season, Robert Tanyan had a 21% target rate. And that was like a historic season for for anyone, let alone just a tight end. So I expect some serious regression to the mean for Dawson Knox moving forward. Obviously, he is a red zone threat for Josh Allen. Is he going to have games where he scores a touchdown? Maybe two touchdowns. Yes. But are there going to be the weeks where he scores you two, three points? And it's just like you're streaming the position anyways? Yes. You can have any tight end. Look at David Njoku. Look at David Njoku. Goes out and goes seven for 149 and a touchdown and does nothing the next week. Dawson Knox is just on a really good stretch. This is not going to continue to be the case for Dawson Knox. Diggs is going to be more involved. Cole Beasley is going to be more involved. Emmanuel Sanders is going to be involved. Josh Allen is going to be running in some touchdowns. Zach Moss is going to be running in some touchdowns. So I think it's a great time now to move on from Dawson Knox after this string of great performances, this string of scoring touchdowns week in and week out. Get off of Dawson Knox. Find that fantasy manager in your league that is weak at the tight end position, that's been streaming the tight end position and getting burned from it. I'm sure if you... If you got Dawson Knox. You didn't draft him. You picked him up off waivers. You probably got another tight end. Maybe you can move Dawson Knox plus something to get Darren Waller. That would be incredible. If you can move Dawson Knox in like a like an RB3, a bordering RB2 or wide receiver 2, 3, back end 2, high end 3 and get yourself Darren Waller, I think that is a great, great option. I think it's a great time to sell after a monster week 5 on Dawson Knox. So he is going to be my sell high of the week here this week in week six. But that is it. That's all there is. Those are my trade targets and my sell high of the week for y'all. I really hope you guys did enjoy this video. If you did, make sure to leave a like, drop a comment, and subscribe to the channel. It's getting to that time of the week where we're going to be doing the start or sit video, answering you guys' start sit questions, giving y'all my starts of the week. So make sure you're dropping your start or sit comments down below in the comment section or over on YouTube and Twitter. Make sure to follow me on Twitter and YouTube, uh, Instagram and Twitter, not Twitter and you, you're on YouTube right now. I'm a gosh darn ding dong boys and girls and and, and all y'alls and yeah. So anyways, follow me on Instagram, follow me on Twitter. You can drop your uh, starts and questions there as well. I'm gonna try to get a little more active on Twitter, relatively active on Instagram, anyways. But please make sure you guys follow me over there. Make sure you like, comment, share, subscribe to the channel if you haven't already let's hit our goal of 500 subscribers on youtube by the end of the fantasy football season i would appreciate any and all help getting there but like i said i hope y'all enjoyed i'm done me my boy we are out for today we will catch y'all next time and as always thank you love you peace